the idea that working harder doesn't breed more results, like conceptually, never made sense to me. up everybody welcome back to another episode of almost somebody podcast i'm your host laura allen if you're new here i host this podcast out of austin texas to help remind you that you're not almost somebody you're already somebody so the mission of this podcast is to help provide you tools wisdom and encouragement through the stories of others to help you find your next right step in a life on purpose On this episode of the podcast, we have Rachel B. Lee, co-owner and CMO of Standout Authority here in Austin, Texas. Rachel runs Standout Authority alongside her husband, Joshua, and they actively help brands find their voice and make an impact across the world. They are doing amazing work, and in today's episode, we're going to hear more about Rachel's personal life, her professional journey as a woman entrepreneur, and just pull the curtain back on what it's like to run this brand run it alongside your partner, and balance life as it comes. Without further ado, welcome to the podcast, Rachel. It's great to be here. Thanks for having me. All right, we're jumping straight in. First question of the podcast, what did you want to be when you were growing up? That's a great question. Um, I actually, it's funny, I recently found from elementary school, I did one of those time capsules and had written down like, you know, my top 10 list of my life and what did I want to be? So I actually just recently um, looked at this and I wanted to be the editor in chief of a fashion magazine. It's, I think when I, I, I always remember that I was, it was never like, I actually really thought about getting into um, the publishing world and working at a magazine. Um, and it was part of the reason I, I love to communicate and I, and I did, I've always loved communicating and writing in the many forms of communication, but then in addition, being with fashion and on that creative side, right. The sort of mix of the world and popular culture. And um, today it's, it's when I think about, you know, cause I think to your point of this podcast, right. It's like, um, now I do so much writing now it's branding and I'm creating, I'm a creator. And so much of that was part of who I was as a little girl. Um, now it's about really bringing that back to life and letting that be a part of, um, my purpose, you know, a part of the work that I do and working for somebody else and that entire journey. Sometimes you get kind of lost, um, but we we kind of know who we are at a pretty young age. Communication has always been something. Creativity and communication obviously have been something really important to to me in my life, as well as just being a leader. Like I've always been the leader, not the follower. Um, the path that I decided to take, I was actually deciding to go into journalism school or business school. And as we're so influenced around by our parents and the people around us, went into business school. I was at the University of Wisconsin School, uh, Madison School of Business. Um, and that was really important, right? It, I moved from home. I was living in LA, I moved to Wisconsin. It was this like beginning shift of really stepping outside of my comfort zone, but really stepping into being the lady boss that I am today. You know, um, you know, those little pieces were starting to be built. And um, after school, I actually moved to Chicago and then New York. I was working at a marketing and advertising agency. 
So again, that creativity being such an important piece of who I am, but really based and founded on business and strategy and marketing for me has been this perfect blend of creativity and understanding of people while in the business sphere, right? Because I'm still very much business-minded, very much a business professional. That's the world that I speak to today and always have. Um, And so the agency life allowed me to get exposed to the creative parts of business and marketing and working. um, I was working on a lot of the accounts at Unilever and working on different pitches like Axe Body Spray was my baby for a while. I did hair care and CPG. And, you know, as you're sort of developing your career, it's so important to be exposed to a lot of different things. Like to me, the 20s is all about casting a wide net and really exploring and getting a feel for what you like and don't like. And it's in those experience that you start to under you start to understand these are my not only my strengths, what I'm really good at, but what do I actually enjoy doing? I actually that bridge of what am I really good at? And now what do I want to build a career in? happen um, as I made the shift uh, out of the agency and went to get my MBA. So I decided to help me get onto the brand side and really have that corporate um, 20, 50,000 foot view. I needed to get an MBA, MBA to help me get there, which is why I moved to Austin. I was living in New York, got my um, uni- uh, got my MBA at the University of Texas McComb School of Business. And that was a really important transition point for me. Um, for me, and not that you need to get higher education or even any college degree, but that experience for me was a time to take two years to really focus on myself, to learn, to network, to be exposed to entrepreneurship and finance and to these different subject matter expertise, subject matters, and then find what my expertise was in that. Cause I was be, I was surrounded with such ambitious business professionals and to say, like, I'm not that good at finance. I'm not that good at analytics, right? Figuring out, like, I'm doing these things because I have to, but what am I really good at? And it came back to that dri- driving the strategy, using the creative brain, presenting, right? Seeing that I could be around some of the most analytical people that could do all the charts and finance stuff. But then when it came to getting in front of the room and presenting it and making it make sense for a person, couldn't do it. That was me. Right. And so that was such a important part of my journey to kind of rediscover what my strengths are and then also get me into corporate. So I was at Microsoft. I worked um, very B2B, working for the Microsoft Partner Network, all sorts of things in marketing. And then I shifted in at Gartner. So really big multi billion dollar companies doing big scale corporate marketing. And, um, This is sort of where like the business and the marketing start to really meet because um, you have to really prove out the value of marketing inside corporations many times. So there's much more bureaucracy, much more rigor in the marketing, which is so beneficial in becoming the person I am today, which is using all of this business learning, marketing skills, just the the real uh, disciplined approach to business and marketing to 
create something completely different and new with my husband at Standout Authority. Josh founded Standout Authority a few years ago. This is his 15th, 16th company. So he's a total natural born entrepreneur. And I'm the corporate MBA, you know, lady boss who's always had that entrepreneurial creative spirit. And I just needed, I needed a moment to really figure out what am I good at? What do I want to create in this world? So then cue standout authority. Uh, Would you please share more about your role, what you guys do, who you serve? Uh, Would love to hear more about that creation of y'all's. And I'm a co-owner and CMO. And what we're here to do is really all about the people. So it's kind of like everything kind of falls, comes full circle. Um, I've worked on such big company brands and marketing to say that we're actually in the human era and we're in the human revolution. And what we need now more than ever is human to human connections online. And so what we do is work with ambitious, high powered business professionals to define their personal brand create their content, and really grow their presence and opportunities. We do that through the vehicle of LinkedIn. So we do that one-on-one, and then we also train people on how to do that to ultimately become a standout authority. Something that really stands out to me is that you and your husband do this together. What's it been like, the two of you working together on a small? It has been everything. (laughs) You know, it's, um, we are a unique two people uh, that I think our spirits kind of come together in a way where now I I can't imagine us not working together because it allows us to have a really integrated life um, with our personalities. There's something really beautiful about being able to shift in from a business conversation into something about the kids and to, you know, into family and to, you know, just life and travel, whatever the case is, we're able to really have an integrated life. You know, people talk so much about work-life balance and Josh wrote a book actually called Balance is Bullshit. And I think we sort of like embody that because it's not really about balance, it's about integration. And um, by us working together, it allows for that. It doesn't come easily though, you know, and we've learned so much and we're just been working together fully. We did some stuff with before on the side when I was in corporate, I'd support him a bit, but it's only a year and a half. And we've just made so much headway in terms of us as business partners, um, but also just really getting super crisp and clear on what are we trying to create with stand on authority, being super aligned on our mission and vision. Um, and then how exactly we're going to create that. And then who is responsible for it? And that part is challenging, like in any company, you know what I mean? It's when you have a team, when you're trying to figure out roles and responsibilities, mission, KPI, all of that is not, is a challenge. When your husband and wife, it brings in another sort of vantage point, you know, into how to create that. And so it's been such a incredible learning process and um, like ultimately, I look back and it was it was such a huge decision to, for both of us to do this and um, really can't see it. anymore. I think that when you work for somebody else, um, which I, I was an employee, right, for the first decade plus of my career, um, you're able to kind of 
here's my, you know, here's my job. Here's what I do. I close the computer and that's that, right? Like you're able to kind of turn it off. Um, and many, although, you know, things are changing. Some people like really embrace their company as who they are. And that's beautiful. And those are amazing people to find. But most people go to their jo job and they enjoy it. They do good work. They close that computer. Or the, they do the rest of their life, right? And um, when you're an entrepreneur and to bring in the money <laughs> and to not just like sustain your life, right? To have food on the table, to create for the kids, like everything. Um, it There isn't, it's, there's not a sleeping. There's no like close the computer and it's off. It might be off for a little bit, but you're, oh, I'm always thinking about, the list, right? And the list of things and what's prioritization for now? And where do we want to go? We were out on Saturday to, uh, for Nietzsche Bouchon's uh, new new book coming out and being around other entrepreneurs. And that was fun, but that's work, right? Because part of being a business owner and having a marketing agency like we do and being creators ourselves is always be on like you 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 get out there you need to be out there you need to be posting on social media right I mean, we do social media so i could take a little bit of a break but i rachel always has to be on you know in some way so i think that the bridge as as you own a business um create your own company or whatever the case is they're really like this personal <laughs> and business is like much more of a blended line and so what happens is that we have to be really really um careful and meticulous with our self-care you know and it's i might work on a saturday i might work on a sunday i might work a little bit less on a monday like really thinking about it again in that like integration again this is something i've learned a lot over the last year and a half um, really figuring out how do I protect my energy because it's a long, it's a, it's a long road. Like this is, you know, there's no like review at the end of the year. With all of the parts of your life kind of seeming to blend into one work life balance, what have you seen be the most helpful in your self-care routine and just making sure you are taking care of yourself? Uh, so I, uh, I have different psychiatrists, I have therapists, like I have those kind of people in place um, to support me along the way and have those um, check-ins. And I think that's absolutely essential. Like I would not have been able to make, like get, be courageous enough to leave corporate and make that jump without, at the time I was working with Julie Riesler for nearly a year, who's a, a life design coach and working with her and investing and Josh helping me invest in myself to really open up my mind about those possibilities. So a piece of it is just really having the right support system in place. And that can mean a lot of different things for people. Community is a part of that too, right? So um, for me in this shift out of corporate, I've, I have a lot of my MBA like friends and people that are working for other job but companies like that's what my whole that's what my people are in this new life I am opening up to a whole new community 
and getting myself out there with women entrepreneurs, not just women entrepreneurs and business owners, but ones that are moms, ones that are also working with their husbands um, and, and really taking the time to go to things and network with the kind of people that are going through similar experiences. That's so, so important. Um, so that's the other piece. And then the last piece is I have become just in this journey of going through IVF, of shifting my career, of being a stepmom, like so many things. Um, I have learned and now I have much more awareness about when I'm fatigued and there's a lot of burnout. There's all, you could read every headline, right? Everybody's talking about burnout. Everybody's talking about the sentiments we're feeling at work, the remote work, the hybrid work, like all of those things. And as an ambitious overachiever, like that's like the norm, right? Of just being like, oh, well, I'm feeling tired. I know I'm pushing right now, but I keep pushing. And that, that doesn't work for me anymore. And that's been a journey I've started to realize over the last two years in, you know, working on my, on the IVF and, and also running a business. Like if I'm feeling, and I'll know, I'll feel it in my eyes. I feel the heaviness in my eyes. I start to feel the headache. Like there's signals. My body will give me signals. And instead of ignoring it, which is what I did for the first 30 years of my life, I'll be like, okay, it's time to go go for a walk, go take that nap, put the computer down, give myself what I need. And then I'm actually more energized and get something done faster. It might be a week later, whatever the case is. That has been a really hard thing for me to do, Laura. <laughs> like the idea that working harder doesn't breed more results, like conceptually never made sense to me. Because for me, it's been work hard, right? Do X, Y, Z to get this achievement. And that's how it's been for me. Work hard, da, 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 hit the ground, blah, blah, get the MBA, get the Microsoft, get the job. Da, 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 da. And it's like, that actually doesn't create peace for me as a woman. That doesn't create a nurturing environment, environment for children, a place to create a child. And it doesn't actually create a business that can not just run with me, run without me, grow without me. So it's a really different <laughs> version of who I am that I'm still working on and will continue to work on. I think a lot of people could relate as well as myself, relate to what you said earlier, switching from hustle mentality. If I work, 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 I can get, 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 get rather than maybe it's more on your lifestyle and who you are and what's going on in your life and seeing yourself as a whole person and something that you mentioned earlier when even just describing who you are and what's going on in your life you included your IVF journey which I find really powerful and I always want this podcast to be a place where especially women in business can show up as their whole self and share more about what they're going through because that's my experience as well you're everything affects how you show up at work and in life and how you meet your goals like you as a person are going through an IVF journey so that obviously affects how you guys show up for standout authority and as long as you're comfortable I'd love to be able to hear a bit more about that journey and hear 
just what it's been like and how it's affected you? Every person's fertility journey is different. And um, we, I'm 35 and I think my expectation of what was going to happen is not how it came out. And I think all of my friends can say the same thing. Um, I, I didn't, I, I came into IVF because, um, my husband has a vasectomy and we thought this would be the fastest path, not because I had, was infertile, um, in my journey for the last year plus, um, I have actually discovered that there's some challenges with my uterus and I all of 2022 was trying to actually transfer a baby, which is not spoken about much. Everyone usually talks about the retrieval process of getting the eggs and creating an embryo. There's still an entire journey to, to get that embryo inside of your body and then your body to take. Um, so it's a really freaking scientific and miraculous process, whether you have it through IVF or naturally. If you Naturally, it's just a miracle how we do these things. All that to be said, 2022, I had four different cycles happen and I was, they were canceled days before an actual transfer was going to happen. And so, and along that journey, I was taking more and more medication, um, which is very challenging and, and getting worse results and actually seeing that my uterus was doing worse. Um, and so it took, uh, I, I took a break for a bit and, um, you know, now a new year has approached. And I think the most important piece, what I learned was, um, you know, birthing a a new career, which is essentially what I did in 2022 and, and working on birthing a child was not something that was really feasible. And, you know, it's back into this, like, you know, you think you could do, 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 and you could do it all. Right. And if I could just like impart anything to anybody is like to like being a creator, uh, literally a creator, not just posting content, like creative juices come from such a feminine um, flow, peaceful, connected space. And um, that was just in such conflict with her. My body physically could be and was. Um, And so this year I have a very different approach. Um, There's a lot of things, Josh and I just, things that we've gotten, like I was saying, we're being together and our vision and vision, all these things and having more support that I feel really good about the opportunity of 2023 of, um, you know, getting a successful transfer and having my baby. Um, it's, it's a, a different journey for every single person. Um, and all I can say is, you know, I'm with whoever, however it goes and, uh, for whoever, you know, it's, I, I feel you and do your research. Do your research, do your research. Um, there's not enough conversation around this. There's not enough awareness around the pieces, all the pieces that go into it. Question your doctors, get support, <laughs> like all of it. Um, and it's been the biggest learning experience. Thank you so much for diving into a more vulnerable part of your story. And I know that someone on the other side can either connect with it or now is made more aware of what going through an IVF journey is like. So again, yeah, thank you and really appreciate you opening up about your personal and professional journey. On the professional side, what is coming up 
for you guys in 2023? We are putting everything into the standout authority experience, templates, modules, everything for our ambitious, um, ambitious business professionals who want to attract their audience engage engage them and convert them into customer advocates without selling so they become a standout authority that is a my little baby to create um this eight-week immersive program and experience so really excited to we're working on that now um getting we'll have people in the first cohort by the beginning of q2 um in april or so and that just is huge for us because it's going to allow us to support so many more people um, so many more people than we could do one-on-one. So I'm excited for that. And if people are interested, definitely reach out to me on LinkedIn as well as, you know, standoutauthority.com. Okay. So if someone wants to get connected and follow along with you guys in 2023, where can they do that? Yeah. Um, I'm the Rachel B. Lee across all the main platforms. Of course, LinkedIn love when I get that personalized invite, you listen today, something you learned. Um, same thing, the Rachel B. Lee on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, um, TikTok, but I don't really TikTok that much, but it's there, you know, um, but the the main places to reach out to me would be LinkedIn, um, Instagram, and Twitter. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for being on. It means a lot. And I hope you guys will go and connect with Rachel. Thank you so much. Have a great one. You too.